so we're going to have a conversation with them this morning, and it's going to be us hearing from them, but also uh, I want you guys to have some input in this conversation as well. So uh, just for the sake of, this will make way more sense. Um, so this church in Bangkok, they also have a campus ministry, and it's called the Ram Kamhang Christian Center. So if you guys hear that in the video, they say Ram Christian Center or RCC, that's what they're talking about. And so this campus ministry, just to put it in perspective, uh, so the largest university in the United States is the University of Central Florida, and it has 77,000 people. This university has over 400,000 students. So um, I want you guys to keep that in mind, and also uh, I know that these videos coming at you every week, it may be easy to be like, I don't understand what this has to do with me, uh, what's going on here, but I promise you, if you guys pay attention this morning, uh, you're going to be blessed from this conversation. So you guys can go ahead and roll that first video. I think we should begin by introducing everyone. And so here we are with some of our brothers and sisters in Thailand. And I say hello and tell us who you are. First of all, let me introduce myself, which I don't know I, I need to do that or not, but my name is Patinya Titathan. Uh, Wesak and us in Thailand have been working together for, I would say, at least 20 years, at least. This is Penjai, my wife. Both of us were born in Bangkok, Thailand, and uh, we came to America during 1979 to 1988 to attend Sunset School of Preaching at that time. Uh, that's what they call themselves at that time, SSOP. And uh, we work with churches uh, based ourselves in Fort Worth, Texas for eight years, working with the Asian before we came home in 1988. And uh, this is Yai and Nong, his wife. Please call me Yai. And this is my wife, Nong. We were Bible student and we graduated from Brampton University. Um, we know Christ because of the work of RCC. Um, we've been working with Thai for the Savior, with Brother Patinia, at least 10 years. Cade says, Patinia, that you have an interesting way of doing that, that you, you use your Frisbee, yes? Yes. Tell us yes. about that. Why do you use the Frisbee? When I came back, Penjad and I came back in 1988, I came back to teach in another Bible school. When we arrived, that Bible school closed down. No students came to that Bible school. So uh, we, we, we were kind of lost, didn't know what to do. So uh, Penjai suggests that uh, before we went to America, we attended this university. Why, why don't we go to visit this university? It happened to be uh, that a man who, what you call, initiated this free university, but he was my uncle. So we kind of, you know, we kind of have one foot on the ground there in the door. So we, we thought, let, let, let's go try. And I went to the president, vice presidents, everybody, it didn't work. It was about to, I was about to quit. You know, one evening walking on that campus, 
having frisbee in my hand. You know, I walk toward the football field and throw that frisbee to one of the students. That's how it started. The big circle form, and we start to getting to know each other, start to build relationship, and uh, they start to ask about me. So I told them a little bit. They asked me to teach English. Since I spent 10 years in America, I am supposed to know something about English. So I use English. But it all started with frisbee to build relationship. That's how it started. That's all, and you and you were ready to give up, right? You you thought the doors were closed, right? So, as I understand it, then uh, Yai, you said that you and your wife know Christ because of the work of that campus ministry, correct? Yes. Okay. Um, when I was a student at Rockham University, I saw the poster. It wrote. It write. Free English, so I went to RCC and applied to be the the member of RCC, and you know, um, from study English, they lead uh, they lead uh, he lead me to know Christ. At first, just only English, not God, but the people at RCC show me love, show me the family, so that's why. So almost a year, I start I I study Bible with Brother Petinia. And I got baptized in December 2000. He said to me that I was what do you call hit, hot head, stumble, <laughs> stumble. Yeah, there's there's hot head, like, but that means you're angry. And then there's hard head, uh, which means you're stubborn. But that's not what you mean. Either one of those. Hot. Yes. <laughs> yeah, oh. Hard. He was troublemaker. Yes. Ah, okay. Okay. So both of those. <laughs> yeah. I call him Yai McDonald. Yeah. Because we done all the studies on Thursday or Friday morning. Thursday. Thursday morning at McDonald for almost a year before I was I, I baptized him. So you know, thank you for. McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, McDonald. <laughs> yes. So are all, are, are all of you still using the Frisbee on ROM campus? I need another one. <laughs> oh, okay. We, 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 can, uh, we can keep you supplied in Frisbees. <laughs> Please do. Yeah. Send me the pink, the pink one. Okay. All right, we've got a pink one. Come, we we uh, we may come up with something really good. How do you say frisbee in Thai? Uh, frisbee. <laughs> hey, it, it's a maybe it's a Thai word. <laughs> so maybe it's just like McDonald or KFC. Yeah, it yeah. is everywhere in Thailand. Our people, our, our children, grew up seeing that, believing it. It originated in Thailand. So when they go to America, they turn to us, father and mother, and said, Daddy, they have it here too. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah the, <laughs> the Americans have Frisbee now.
So you guys can see why we loved our time over there. They don't take themselves too seriously. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, in this conversation, what was uh, running through my mind the whole time, I was seeing my friends up there on the screen, and the video that Chris did with them was um, Jesus' last words to his disciples before he ascends into heaven. It's called the Great Commission. Is He comes to his disciples, and he says, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. So I've got all the authority, and here's my last words. Jesus says to them, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I've commanded you, and surely I'm with you to the very end of the age. That's what Jesus' final words were. And those words were ringing in my ears. I, I listened to them talk about how God has worked in that campus ministry and in Bangkok, Thailand. So uh, this morning, this may be a little bit out of the ordinary for you. Um, I would love it for you guys to break out a pen if you're going to take notes or just your phone and write down a, a couple things because this is a conversation piece and I think it, it really um, it needs your input. So it's easy to just make this about Thailand, but also I think that their story uh, is teaching us something. So I'm going to make three very, very simple points that I want you to address. So uh, the first one is, I, I don't know if you guys caught this, but those two people in the back, um, Yai and Nong, they said, you know, we wouldn't be Christians if it weren't for the work of the RCC. Like, we became Christians because of this campus ministry. And then in addition to that, the guy up front that was talking the most, Patina, said um, essentially that they were at a loss for what to do. And I loved his, his actual words in the video were, let's just go and try. And so the first point that I want to make for you guys this morning as we think about our own faith and, and living out our call here in Fort Smith, Arkansas is, um, number one, I want us to pray I want you to write down, just before you go to bed tonight, sometime today, I want you to pray that God gives you a desire to go. Um, I have been doing this campus ministry here, this is my sixth year, and honestly, uh, I've kind of given up trying to convince you of things. I think that's God's work. And so I want you guys to pray at some point today that God gives you a desire for the people around you to share your faith, to share your life with them. And also, I pray that in that prayer <laughs> that you pray, that God gives you the courage to just try something. I think a lot of times we have paralysis by analysis. We think like we've got to have the right plan. We've got to say the right thing. But Patina just walked on the campus and, and threw a Frisbee. He's like, I'm going to try something. So that's, that's point number one. Point number two, um, did y'all notice that Patina just used what he had? So he had a, a basic working knowledge of English and a Frisbee. And he goes on to campus and he throws the Frisbee and that's how the ministry started. So real, real basic. Number two, I want you to write down, what is your Frisbee? What is it that God has given you that you can use to make a connection, to start a conversation with someone else? I don't know what it is for you. Like, I really love mountain biking. So the question for me is, how can I use that doing what I'm already doing to start a conversation with somebody, to start a relationship with somebody? What I'm asking is, is how can you invite someone in 
to what you're already doing. Use the thing that you already have to start a relationship. And so, number three, um, Yai, he said something really, really key there, I think, in this kind of, as we think about discipleship, going and making disciples. Yai said, I started because, I started coming to the campus ministry because I wanted to learn English. But he said, but then they showed me love, and then they showed me family. It was real easy to miss that. Uh, also, I really like the part where he called him Yai McDonald's because I know both those guys. <laughs> that was really funny. So uh, what I'm putting, uh, getting at here is Yai came, and it was almost a year before anything happened in their relationship. And so what I'm asking for you guys to do is point number three is how can you share your life with someone in a consistent way? Like, how, what can you do with someone and each week, like, but very rare, uh, regularly, you are meeting with someone and being consistent in that relationship? What can you do with someone, like invite them into your hobby? Um, because we always talk about like, the beginning of the relationship, like how Yai came. He was, you know, came to learn English. We always talk about the big finish, you know, someone becomes a Christian. But I kept thinking a lot. What about, you know, if they, had, they met for a year and nothing happened, Yai and Patina? We talk a lot about meeting one. We talk a lot about meeting 52, if there's 52 weeks in the year. But what about meeting 26? What was Patina feeling like meeting with, with Yai week after week after week, being like, is this going anywhere? And so I would just ask you guys to, to say, what can I do consistently with someone to continually pour into someone each week? And so I'll leave you with this before the, fi- uh, yeah, the final video. Jesus spent time with 12 guys for three years. He really focused on three of those men, and he changed the world forever. You know, so what, what is the message to us this morning? All right, you guys can go ahead and roll that second video. People of the younger generation, they're looking for hope, and they're looking for meaning. Has the situation with uh, covid change that i mean is it made them is it open doors it is it is we believe in all every every single crisis will provide uh, opportunity to present hope to people thailand start to lock down uh march in 2020 yeah march 20 and we were stunned really mm-hmm. we pray and we talk among ourselves how are we going to reach out to them we want to bring this hope out to the people but government said you stay in your own home <laughs> yeah so uh, we we start to uh, do different things different methods to get to know people and uh, we found we found something different from uh, what we did at Ram Campus Center, the building we rented. We use English to invite people, and when we teach English, we build relationship. But it was big classes, but life 
ออนไลน์ it is you and I and uh, they are more free to ask so uh, when they start to ask question without having to you know be under pressure from all others in the classes they express the desire for hope and uh, some sometimes we we, we think it, this is quicker quicker than using English and this is just one example of so many things we we learn in the past year and a half so it it's made the conversations more personal right 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 and this expression of I need hope yeah came out easier All right, so let's put a bow on this thing. <laughs> uh, so I hope you guys noticed there in the video that, you know, what Patini was talking about, that how COVID has changed their situation, and they've had to adjust and adapt, and they've learned some things. God has taught, some, taught them some things throughout this process. Uh, so I think what I want to ask you guys today is um, basically that question that we're wrestling with, that we've had to wrestle with the past couple of years, is as West Ark Church of Christ, what does it mean to be the church? What is the church? Who is the church? And I think coming out of it, I hope that we're learning that we are the church. It's not this building. It's, it's us. It's you guys. We are the church. And so, like Patina was saying, what they're learning is, yes, like, this has purpose, the big group, please don't hear me say that I don't think this Sunday morning experience has any value. I'm not saying that at all. But he's saying it's not all about just the big group gatherings. And he said it very, very plainly. He said, we've learned it's about life on life. And so this morning, I know that you guys know this, but I'm, I'm going to say it really plainly. There are people in your life right now that you know that you have a relationship with that are never going to come to this building. They're not going to set foot in these doors. And so, what do we do about that? And I'm going to just call a spade a spade here too. There's a lot of us sitting in this building this morning that honestly coming to church is really, really boring for you because it's just about coming and sitting and listening. But that's not the mission that Jesus gave the disciples. And that's not the mission that we have at this church either. It's hanging on that banner in the back of the room. Uh, the mission of West Ark Church of Christ is not um, to make disciples who are eager to sit and listen. It's to make disciples who are eager to serve others. And so as we listen to their story and process what's going on in our own lives, um, I'm a product of this. I am a yai or a nong. Like, I would not be up here if it wasn't for a presence of Christians on a state school campus and a campus ministry. I, I wouldn't be here. And really, if you want to boil it down, I wouldn't be standing here um, if it weren't for one man who poured a lot of time and energy and I'm sure a lot of heartache because I'm hard-headed as well. I would not be standing here if it wasn't because of him. And that didn't happen on a Sunday morning. That happened from Sunday to Sunday, throughout the week, at his house, at restaurants, him inviting me into his life. 
And so um, we have had a lot of things thrown at our ministry, this church, but particularly the Lions for Christ from last year with COVID to a dude literally, and I do mean literally, driving his car through our campus ministry house. And then starting this semester as the Delta variant was flaring up and everybody was super nervous, man, all of that stuff has hit our ministry. And so um, that is true. But also, right across the street, there are scores of students who don't have hope, who, who do not have purpose, but they are desperately searching for that. And that's true for people in your workplace, people in this city, and probably people in our families, too. And so this morning, um, I just want to say, and I hope that you got this from the video, that you, God could use you just like he used Yai and Nong and Patina. He could use you to change the trajectory of someone's life. And really, if you want to go there, like for, his, for eternity. And so what I'm getting at is uh, that those guys up there this morning, like I love seeing their faces, they reminded me that the world has changed, and, and there's no getting around that, but the mission has not changed. And so I'm asking you guys to think over those questions, to have a conversation with them and with ourselves what does it mean for me personally to make disciples in Fort Smith, Arkansas? What is God calling me to this week? Thank you, guys.